Hello, listeners. So good of you to join us again. We'd gently remind you that the writers have a survey for you to complete at sectorzeropod.com slash survey. We'll even put it in the show notes for you. Now, I've been busy, the writers have been busy, our new and varied cast has been very busy, so please consider supporting us on Patreon. There are new perks, including access to some of the stuff I've been up to between seasons, like visiting with other AIs and checking in on a few other divisions. You can also get physical stuff, which apparently your organics like for some reason. But all that being said, let's move you on to Leland Huxley's newest circumstances. Log, Huxley 358. Seriously, Huxley? Hey, I do not trust whoever we're working for at this point. I am recording everything. I probably should have recorded the time between when I got back to my quarters and now, but that happened to slip my mind because we were a little busy. I'd recorded on my phone, but Carl destroyed that. You could always use that ACM from the Olivite. No, that's too big. I can't carry that everywhere. Anyway, update on Moot. We met with Julei, who looks alarmingly like a classical Chinese dragon, and they provided us with some wooden armor for George's body. We are currently transporting 95th's body to the bedroom of a prince, uh... What was this guy's name again? Ow! Prince Vilhar is most certainly not a guy. 282 uses a hexagonal gender system, which is not even remotely tangential to yours. Fine, fine. I need you to teach me whatever that means later, though. Anyway, the five of us are currently shoved in a wall of this prince's, uh... This isn't a castle, is it? It's a primitive command post. My society moved past castles thousands of years ago. Cut me some slack. For simplicity's sake, let's call it a castle. Um, Apparently they don't use doors here for the sake of openness to the people. Which is a load of stitches because they'll execute people for possibly overhearing something at the moment. We all have blasters, I have a blade. Which you are holding upside down. Well, sorry. Anyway, there's a bunch of extra oxygen here, so I can definitely use this. We will be fine. Anyway, consequently, we had to get dumped into this wall, which is very cramped for everyone except for Bob. The plan is to leave George's body in this prince's dresser, and then... Wait, when did that become the plan? What? When was that not the plan? That was the plan, right? That was the plan, yes. The plan was to leave them in the armoire, not kill the prince's dresser, slice them open, and leave the body inside. What? How do you kill a dresser? Like any other living being, I would imagine. We shouldn't do that. I never agreed to murder. You do realize we're leaving George's corpse in the dresser, which is made of wood, right? That would make more sense. I sort of figured that since this is an old-style civilization and this person is a prince, 93rd would have a person who dresses them. (laughs) No, I'm actually pretty sure we had people do that a few centuries before I got kidnapped. Like, I'm also pretty sure that aristocrats would compete for the position of the king's dresser. We'll add that to the list of weird things about human civilization. Anyone have a wonderful idea about how to get out of this wall? Blaster? 
How long has it been since you used one of these? That stuff tends to hiss and spit. I don't want to get hit with that. Yeah, I'm with Huxley on this one. Yeah, great plan for you, Bob. But what about the rest of us? I can't fit George through that. It's barely the size of a pencil. How exactly do you propose we make it bigger? You can do that? Well, I need to see this. Please, proceed. What? Uh, okay. So, while Bob's doing, uh, whoa! Um, okay, uh, that. Uh, back to the recap for anyone listening who also knows just about nothing about Sector 282. Who do you think you're recording for? I am recording this for me, okay? So, two major species. One's kind of similar to humans, except they don't have a skeletal system like we do. It's more of a network of finger-sized bones that create a sort of lattice among the muscle systems. And they're a lot squishier than us. The other one is an insectoid species called the month, kind of like a praying mantis crossed with a beetle and a caterpillar. Uh, the two are pretty separate, but somehow, in ways that defy Darwin, they are genetically compatible, and while interspecies relationships are tolerated... You have an interesting definition of tolerate. It's frowned upon, but as I understand it, you won't lose your job for being in one. That being said, hybrid children are basically treated like demons. Like what? Carl. Evil spirits, and are lucky to make it past five years old. By the way, both species only live to be about 20, maybe 25 years old, so I'm already an old man here. Now, George, by some miracle, is the grandchild of a hybrid who lived with a group of, uh... Remind me what the human-like species is called again? Poets! Right, so this group of poets tolerated George's progenitors, which resulted in George. And apparently being seven-eighths poets and one-eighth month makes you look pretty damn human. Which means, ideally, you will be our point of contact if we run into anyone. Pete, you are human passing. And so is Phillips when they want to be. So is Steppenmark. You and Steppenmark look absolutely nothing alike. I'm inclined to agree with Fuhi here. Ah, but Huxley, as you said yourself, I look significantly older, which will not pass here. You could always claim to be a god. That seems to have worked for us in the past. Yeah, no, we've done that. It tends not to work out so well. Yeah, tell me about it. So, long story short, we're leaving George's body in the dresser of a month prince, a title I now have mixed feelings about, since the prince is not a guy, apparently, because royalty here is in favor of executing all hybrids, and apparently hiding in the dresser is what you do when having an affair here. I know, it's so much better to aggressively vocalize while making stern eye contact. No... No, it's not. Is, is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Big thing in 23. Absolutely destroys the throat if you do it in a crowd. I'm sorry, when you what now? Oh, if you really want to make something awkward, you imply to one high-ranking individual that you've just had an affair with an entire dining hall. Pete, can we circle back to whatever the hell you're talking about later? Right, so apparently the stock and trade, oh dear, I've almost been caught with my illicit lover move, is to jump in the dresser. Which seems illogical and a little too predictable to me if we're gonna mimic it. Are they seriously bickering about this right now? <laughs> well then, let's forge an affair. I can imagine they would say that. Okay, um, this is a bedroom? Mm -hmm. Looks more like an art studio to me.
I was gonna say archive, but okay. Um, yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, Pete, any idea what the dressers look like here? Wild guess. It might be that thing with ribbons hanging out of it. What the month wear ribbons? Is it purely ornamental? Well, based on the few dozen ticks I spent here as a child, no, they are quite functional as clothing. Interesting. Look, I get that there's a bunch of interesting stuff everywhere, but even with the extra oxygen, George is getting kind of heavy. Lay them in the hammock for the moment. Ugh. So, in the event that someone walks in here, what is the plan? And by improvise, you mean Pete and I are going to pretend to be Pawix representatives. Who got bored and decided to ransack a month prince's dresser. And happened to have a body and not look like regular Pawix. Right, this is a great plan. Bob, I suppose that means we're just jumping back in the wall and heading to Sector Zero? Please don't do that. I really don't want to see you wielding a corpse puppet. I understand it's quite the thing in 57, but only among politicians. Can we fit George in here, do you think? Well, one way to find out. Ugh. Another good question. Um, I don't know, just sort of spread them around? That might result in the summoning of servants, which would publicize the whole thing. Is there anything else? I'm starting to have an uneasy feeling about this. I think we should be good. After you, Doctor. Yep. Huxley? Yeah, let's go back before anyone shows up. Excuse me. Uh, good day, sir. Stand upon your toes, for you are about to witness the skillful swordsmanship of a Jason Vankara. Good luck, Huxley. What? Pete, Pete, get back here. What are you doing here? Pawicks are barred from royal quarters. <gasps> Hybrid. It's interesting that you would use that particular term, considering that in fact my genetic code is actually only about 85% my own, and the rest belongs to a few other species and a couple of viruses, you know. Guard! Most interesting, however, is the fact that the markers are considered my own and thus dehybridize the hybrid. Guard! Why does a hybrid have a Jalord blade? Oh, it was a gift from an old friend. Guard, come quickly! The princess slept with a hybrid! What are you talking about? Oh, um, I genuinely have no idea. I'm just stalling so my work is not undermined and I can hop home. Well, not home, exactly. Back to work. My prince, what seems... a hybrid? Weird-looking one at that. Now, I know this seems strange, but I am, in fact, here to rescue a very good friend of mine from the prince who has taken mm, seedier tastes than might be acceptable. God, detain this intruder and get that blade. I think it's the one that went missing a few decades ago when Austral was in power. Yes, Prince Vilhar. Oh, but hold, insect, for you do blindly follow your prince's command. The blade is mine and mine alone. You are disarmed and will follow me. Disarmed? What are you talking about? I still have the blade in my hand. My god points 94th's weapon at you. You are disarmed. Oh, that's the game we're playing then. Uh, well, then allow me to uh, present the uh, counterattack. Ha! Ugh. You broke the code of combat. Right, see the two of you later. George, I'll be back later. 
please spread out. Stop yourself. Whoa. Okay. Thank you. Are Bob and Fuhi here? No, they must have gotten taken back. Well, that fulfills George's request, all right. Any ideas as to what we do now? You've been doing this for over a hundred years. You are infinitely more qualified to answer that question. Well, we could just keep sliding down this wall. Until we reach what? The bottom? I can smell... I can smell something. It smells like food. Maybe there's a kitchen below us? I'm sorry, your great idea is to go exploring? Well, kitchens probably have cupboards, which gives us more chances to get taken back. Okay, uh, fair point. That would also explain why this wall is hollow, if it's acting like a vent, I suppose. Let's just hope it's not staffed at the moment. Only one way to find out. Meet you at the bottom. Woo! Whoa! Ow! Oh! Oh, come on! Well, look at that. It's not staffed. How convenient. So the plan is just to start shoving ourselves in cupboards? Yep. Adjessum Vankara, you had destroyed my position. Prepare to die. Oh, there goes that plan. Pete, what? Pete, Pete, why are you getting in a pot? Bye, Huxley. Pete? Damn it, Pete, stop doing this. Have you any idea what you have done? I will be stripped of my position, cast into the wilderness, and left to die. Pete, I really hope you know what you're doing. Oh, we shall cook the hybrid then. I'm going to delight in your screams as you burn. Hey, I'll even make it easier for you. I'll put the lid on. And I'll bolt it down. Okay, uh, this is getting a bit hot. Oh! Oh! Huxley's back, everyone! Hey, Pete, how long has it been? About two ticks. Cool, not that bad then. Pete, if he's back, send him out and let's see if he can tell us anything about this. What, we got a weirder Simon or something? Oh, it's an or something, that's for sure. Welcome back, Huxley. Any idea what that is? What, what is? <coughs> it appeared a little bit ago. Bob says their quarters are behind it and completely normal. It looks like a giant steel plate with medium-sized holes in it. Great, so Huxley has no idea. My best guess would be that we're getting a new agent soon. After uh, Katerina was killed, uh, we had a sudden shifting around of our division before everyone got shuffled around. It wouldn't surprise me. Carl! Where is Carl? Carl, where are you? Yeah, let me check my office, see if he left anything. He was reciting poetry last time I saw him. And let me know if anything happens with that wall. Carl, are you here? Apologies, but I had to take care of something over in Zeta. Then elsewhere. Don't worry about it. Cool. Any idea what's up with the wall in Central? There are a lot of walls in Central. Which one? The big metal one with holes in it? Hmm, I wasn't notified of anything like that. Well, maybe I was. I haven't been checking my messages lately. Isn't that your job? No, my job is assisting you. You make it rather difficult. Oh, by the way, you have an assignment with Fuhi. Eves has the specifics. Uh, no rest period at all? 
You've been here over a day, and I drugged you last night. You've had plenty of rest. What exactly did you drug me with? Some dopamine, some serotonin, tiny little bit of acetylopram. Nothing major. Ah, uh, we're talking about exactly what you are allowed to stick inside me when I get back. What is going on out here? Sometimes it just takes a different perspective to get things right. And that involves the two of you hanging upside down? Personally, I am not getting anything. Right, Eves, uh, Carl says you have an assignment for us. Do you want to give us that information before you keep making a fool of yourself? Oh, I suppose. Phillips, could you and Pete pop over to Gamma and see if they still have that prism portal? Might give us a leg up on this. Oh, certainly. Phillips, you know that might shatter? Right? Might is the keyword, Pete. We will be fine. So, sector 388, subsector E785. Corporate run, this particular society extends into subsectors I and D. Most individuals are enslaved to one of 17 conglomerations under a system known as Credine Slips. Your keys can mimic Credine Slips, but bear in mind your balance will read as infinite. That being said, do not go on a spending spree. It will draw unnecessary attention to yourselves. What exactly do we need to do? We need you to reunite the family. Apprentice pilot Verns Kilm Chu, specifically, with their siblings. Can you give us a little more information on the local species? Tripedal, limited flight capabilities. Better than yours, Doctor. The society is highly industrialized, but also highly divided. Lunar colonies are reserved for the ultra-rich, as are submarine cities. Surface dwellers tend to be poor, I believe your word is uh, street rat, Huxley. So where exactly is this person's family? Well, therein lies the problem. From what I understand, Kim Chu's family resides in the submarine city of Linth, working under the vice chair of mining operations for Coldforth's complex. I believe they do maintenance tasks. And AP Kilmchu? 56 supplies cargo to Gekako's fourth lunar colony from subsector E785. Display map of subsector E, highlight 785. Yeah, this'll be fun. Very. Here's a paper copy. Please don't die and don't get caught. Easy for him to say. Shall we? Sector Zero was written and created by Lucas Angelo and Alda Idega. This episode featured Lucas Angelo as Huxley, Jonathan Jane as Fuhi, Harry Tanner as Eves and Bob, Lester Simmons as Pete, Mandy Hall as Prince Vilhar, Tal Minir as their guard, and the entity known as Sam as Philip. Additional voices from Glory Duda. Music and sound design by Brad Colbert, who also voices Carl. How bright the stars shine upon the endless void of space. Hmm.